Bernard Lewis, who is a Princeton University historian of Islam. He was once asked if he could predict the future of events in the Middle East. And he answered, I'm a historian. I only predict the past. What's different between Bernard Lewis and a synagogue board of directors is that we help shape the future with the prediction of the past. And that's what we are doing this morning on Labor Day before the official work year begins, just before the High Holy Days, is to celebrate not only the prediction of the past and the foreshadowing of the future, but as importantly, the current leadership of our community. With the help of YouTube, I watched last year's sermon and the board installation to remind myself what I said, and I reference one of my favorite places in our synagogue, and that's right down the main hallway, and it's the Hall of Presidents. On that hallway are pictures of Sinai Temple presidents from its inception until today, and we've grown so much that we're now on both sides of the hallway. And this year I asked myself and all of us a question, if J.J. Jonas, the first picture on that wall in 1913, could come and install the board of directors of 2023 of Sinai Temple, what would he tell us was his vision for that board? And what would we, as the current leadership in 2,123, tell that board of what we envision for them? Would the president of Sinai Temple at Pico Union or 4th of New Hampshire, if they walked into this physical structure of Sinai Temple on Wilshire and Beverly Glen, would they recognize this community? I'll first tell you what they would not recognize. Live streaming, a YouTube channel that attracts thousands of views each week, fully egalitarian services of young boys and young girls equally participating in worship, in bar and bat mitzvah, in Jewish life. And remember, J.J. Jonas in 1913, he would recognize or would not recognize a Jewish community with a state of Israel. But there is one and one thing that I can be assured that those presidents could walk in today and any of those years and they would recognize and that is strong, continual leadership of a synagogue, Sinai temple that is a presence not only on Wilshire and Beverly Glen, not only in Los Angeles, not only in the United States of America, but also around the world. Individuals, all of you, year after year, who step up to say, I'm ready to lead. Sometimes the clergy cannot believe that these individuals are not full-time professionals of the synagogue because it's simply a volunteer. When you look at the word leadership in Hebrew, the word is manhigut, but the literal translation of manhigut is behavior. And so when you look in the Talmud and you ask what behaviors define a leader, this is what you get. The Talmud tells us that one who is a leader in a community must become a servant of the community. And it is this behavior that the community must follow. 
thousands of years later after the Talmud was written in the 1970s, there was a well-known essay by Robert Greenleaf, and it is called The Servant as a Leader. And he asked the question. He said, how can one tell if a leader is truly a servant? And in true rabbinic form, Greenleaf answers with another question. He says, does a person who is a leader grow as they serve? And he continues that there are many different qualities of servant leadership, but I want to list four that I believe define who these leaders are today. The first, he said, is to listen. But listen, he says, is in our inner voice, meaning you must first listen to yourself in order to serve. The second, he says, is empathy. In order to be a servant leader, you have to empathize, you have to understand and listen to the needs of others. The third, conceptualization. He says, to be a leader, there are plenty of day-to-day challenges of reality. But to be a leader, you must understand or have the ability to conceptualize what can be the dreams of tomorrow. And finally, and I would say most importantly, is community. And Greenleaf explains that to build a community, you just need a certain amount of servant leaders that can be within the community for others to follow. And this, in fact, is the model that we see in our Parsha today it was a little divine twist. In today's Parsha of Kitavo, we read that finally the Jewish people accept the covenant between God that Moses gives them. The Pasuk told us, Et Adonai he'emarta hayom. You affirmed the words that you will walk in God's ways. You will do what God has told us. But what is most telling about this covenant between us, the Jewish people, and God is not the words that we hear, but rather where it takes place. You see, the covenant that we were given between us and God by Moses was not in the promised land, but it was in the land of Moab. But where was that covenant ratified? In the land of Israel. In essence, the covenant is granted in the land that our best servant leader Moses could never enter. He listened to himself. He understood the needs of others. Most importantly, he conceptualized where those people could go one day. And by then, he built a community. Moses was known as Eved Adonai. He was a servant of God. And he gives this covenant to the people because he understood that they too, in those generations after generations, could continually conceptualize where those people could go. You see, the difference between Robert Greenleaf's servant leadership and a synagogue board of directors installation is also not in the words, but the location. A synagogue's board of directors installation happens here, in front of this ark, in front of the covenant that was given to those people thousands of years ago by Moses. Just like Moses, we also, we must comprehend and vision for the people that we do not know yet will sit in the seats that all of us are sitting in today. We serve the people who presidents before us imagined would sit in those seats 
us in those seats today. And we serve because our desire is that these pews will be filled one day again and again and again. And boy, do we remember just recently how for over two years those pews sat empty. The modern Israeli philosopher Mika Goodman writes that the book of Deuteronomy that we are in and finishing in a couple of weeks is unique and different than all of the other books of the Torah. You might remember that the first four books of Genesis, of Exodus, of Leviticus, and Numbers, they were min hashamayim, they were written by God. But what's different in the book of Deuteronomy is that this is Moses retelling the people's story. And so it's authored by a human being. And because of that fact, Goodman explains, is that it is a human written book within the Torah, a divine work, at the same time, it is a human-written work with the presence of the divine. Make no mistake, every president of the synagogue, every board of director, every single clergy member, we are all human beings. But as servant leaders of Sinai Temple, all of us participate in a divine project. What does divine project mean? It can look very different. Divine project on some nights means budget committee meetings. Divine work are Excel spreadsheets, Zoom hybrid meetings for hours, in-person meetings, machloket min hashamayims, heated conversations. But divine work also means sacred relationships, repairing the world, and being something part of that is much greater than ourselves. And finally, the Talmud teaches us one more lesson of leadership. The Talmud tells us that any leader who leads with nachat, nachis, calmness, is privileged to lead that community to the world to come. For this past year and a half, Rabbi Guzik and I and the clergy of Sinai Temple, we could not think of anybody else who leads with nachat, calmness and strength, than our own president, Anna Tenenblatt. Day after day after day, the clergy and staff of Sinai Temple, we witnessed servant leadership, the servant leadership that Moshe experienced as he gave the covenant to the people, the servant leadership that our Talmud teaches us we should all be, and even the modern definition of servant leadership that Greenleaf writes about. Because our board of directors and our lay professionals, our lay leaders, they do it out of love, they do it out of the pride of the past, most importantly, they do it for the commitment of the future. And so this Shabbat, on our Sinai Temple Board of Installations of 2023, leading to 5,784, as we learn of our ancestors in the wilderness who did just the same as we do today, accepting the covenant between God and the Jewish people, we, all of us, are grateful for the servant leadership of our Sinai Temple Board of Directors and Leaders who continue to lead us to the Sinai Temple of tomorrow from strength to strength. And let us say, Amen. Before we have our official Sinai Temple Board of Installation, the cantor will lead us in a song, comes from Pirkei Avot, Ethics of Our Fathers, Al Shloshad Devarim Haolam Omed. 
this world stands on three things. Torah, avodah, worship, milud chasadim, acts of loving kindness.